We have a scripture reading today. We're uh, just changed it in a different book than we have listed in the bulletin. We're going to be in Matthew uh, chapter 22. We're going to be reading 1 through 14, and that is page uh, 1534 in your pew Bibles. So starting on page 1534, uh, Matthew 22, 1 through 14. Jesus spoke to them again in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like the king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his servants to those who had been invited to the banquet to tell them to come, but they refused to come. Then he sent some more servants and said, Tell those who have been invited that I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and fattened cattle have been butchered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they paid no attention and went off one to his field, another to his business. The rest seized his servants, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his army and destroyed those those murderers and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding banquet is ready, but those I invited did not deserve to come. Go to the street corners and invite to the banquet anyone you find. So the servants went out into the street and gathered all the people they could find, both good and bad, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guest, he noticed a man who was not wearing wedding clothes. Friend, he asked, how did you get in here without wedding clothes? The man was speechless. Then the king told the attendants, tie him hand and foot and throw him outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are invited, but few are chosen. The word of the Lord. We're going to now have um, our district superintendent, uh, Hector Burgos, come up and he will lead us in our message. Good morning, church. Always a blessing to be able to worship our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ with you. Um, I'm here um, at Substitute uh, Batter. Um, As you already heard, uh, uh, Pastor Allen is under the weather. Well, more than that, you know, but uh, we prayed... uh, God's uh, healing mercies upon him as he continues to recover from COVID. Um, For those of you who do not know me, my name is Hector Burgos, and I am blessed and honored to serve you as Central District uh, Superintendent. Uh, This morning, I bring you greetings, as always, from the cabinet and our bishop, and uh, continually uh, ask that you keep us in your prayers as we go about the important work of superintending. Friends, uh, let us bow our head in prayer. Loving God, we give you thanks for the gift of this day, for the privilege of coming into this house to freely worship you, to freely and publicly profess our faith in Jesus. God, as we prepare to hear a message from you, open our hearts, open our minds, so that we can hear your word anew and joyfully put it in practice. In Jesus' name, amen. 
There is no social event in the Hispanic Latino culture where I'm from that triggers more conversations in families and amongst friends than weddings. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, right? You know, a wedding is not only one of the biggest transitions in the life of two consenting adults that love each other and decide to join and share their lives. But it's also one of those events where folks pay attention to every single little detail and are very quick to criticize everything. Yeah, I'm just keeping it real. Amen. Amen. <laughs> You know, for, for for many people, the evaluation of a wedding starts the very second they receive the invitation. And sometimes it goes on even for years after the celebration takes place. I had been in family reunions where, to my surprise, instead of people wanting to catch up on current family affairs... My relatives insisted on going back and comment once more on that unforgettable wedding of our cousin Carlos. Has that ever happened to you? Am I alone in the yeah? Yeah? You've gone back to that wedding, right? You know, I can still hear them today. Do you remember Carlos' wedding? Oh my God, the invitations, they look like they were bought in a local pharmacy. The decorations seem more appropriate for a sweet 16. Oh, my family is very bad. The bride dress, they go beautiful or horrible. The cake, oh, some said it was delicious. Other people, oh, it was dry. The food, it was awesome. Some people say it was cold. And the groom, some people say he looked like a model. And others said, well, for me, he looked like one of the servers in the reception. <laughs> and what about cousin Juan? Jeans on a wedding? Really? And Auntie Martha, a white dress? Doesn't she know the protocols? Are you serious? You know, friends, weddings can truly be very interesting events. The Gospel of Matthew in chapter 22, same story that you would have heard uh, in the Gospel of Luke. I just forgot when I was on the phone with Pastor Alan uh, last night that, that we have this story in four different places. Um, so we didn't coordinate what text. Um, so the Gospel, according to Matthew, take us to consider a short story that Jesus shared with some religious leaders of his time. And through this parable, Jesus transported his audience to a wedding banquet where everything was ready to receive the guest. When the party was set to start, the king who was hosting his son's wedding asked his servants to call the people that were invited to the banquet. 
But his guest didn't show up. His guest didn't show up. They had other things to do. For a moment, try to imagine how angry and frustrated the king was at his guests. The Bible says that he was enraged. The king had sent the invitations way in advance. Like it was the custom of the time. Sometimes you would receive an invitation for a wedding in biblical times up to five years before the event. He had made sure the best food was prepared and that the room was beautifully decorated and people simply decided not to show up. You know, to make a long and very violent story short and appropriate for the young ones amongst us, I will only say that things didn't, didn't end up well for the people that refused to attend the banquet. But the story didn't end there. After the king took care of all the ungrateful guests, something very interesting happened. As Matthew tells us, the king instructed his servants saying, the wedding banquet is ready, but those I invited did not deserve to come. So go to the street corners and invite to the banquet anyone you find. The servants did as order and the banquet room was soon filled with new guests. When the party finally began, the king joined the guests and started greeting them when he noticed that one of the guests was not wearing wedding clothes. Oh, the king didn't like it. And immediately ordered that the man be thrown out of the party. Friends, so much drama. I feel like it was Carlos' weddings. People not showing up. People not dressed appropriately. People being thrown out of the party. This is better than Netflix. <laughs> you know, some of you may be thinking, what a horrible king. How could he criticize so harshly the poor man for the way he was dressed? If he was invited at the last minute and perhaps didn't have time to take a shower and put on some nice clothes. Well, for us to better understand what really is going on here, it's very important that we consider the traditions and customs of that time. Many scholars clarify that in biblical time, when people were invited to a royal wedding, the king himself provided guests with the gowns they should wear for the celebration. Ah, that makes a lot of a difference, right? The king himself provided guests with the gowns they should wear for the celebration. 
So when we look at the king's reaction, considering this clarification, we would have to conclude that perhaps the king was right to be upset. How could this person not have the proper attire for the wedding if the king had provided the clothes for the occasion? In case you still haven't figured it out, the king in Jesus' parable is God. And the last set of guests, that's us. <laughs> oh, it became very personal, right? The king in Jesus' parable is God. And the last set of guests, that's us. Friends, today we need to pay attention to what the Spirit is trying to share with us because this has huge implications for our lives. My brothers and sisters, invitations for the great banquet have already been sent. All of us have been invited to God's banquet. The party is actually on right now, and very soon our king will join the celebration. So today, the questions that we need to consider are, Am I well-dressed for the party? Am I wearing the wedding clothes that have been provided to me by the king? Are my wedding clothes clean and in good condition? You know, today's message has nothing to do with the way you dress. Or if you buy the best brands or go for the latest trends in the fashion industry. Today is not about how you look in the outside. Today is about the condition of our inner being, our hearts, our soul. Are you well dressed for God's party? Deep question. First, make sure that you are wearing the correct wedding gowns. Because like Matthew uh, says, we have already been provided with the appropriate clothes for the party. We have been given Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thanks to the grace bestowed upon us by God through Jesus, we can all show up well-dressed to God's gran fiesta, to God's banquet. You know, the Bible declares that God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. If today you have not accepted God's gift, I invite you to acknowledge your need for God's love, for God's forgiveness, and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, as your wedding gown, so that you can participate and rejoice in God's heavenly banquet. 
Friends, and if you already trusted your life to Christ, I just want you to rejoice. Rejoice for you are dressed and ready for the party. The Apostle Paul wrote in his letter to the Galatians that in Christ Jesus we are all children of God through faith, for we were all baptized into Christ and through Him have been clothed ourselves with Christ. (laughs) Are you well dressed for God's party? Can I hear an amen? Okay. It's okay if you said, I'm not sure. So you, you, you'll, you are well dressed for the party. So now that you know that you're well dressed, make sure you do not take off your wedding clothes and that every day you allow Christ to clothe you again. Jesus said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. Friends, always give your best to God. Love the Lord through your obedience. Love the Lord through the love you share with your neighbor. Start at home with your family and your relatives. And take it into the world to your friends, co-workers, and even to the people with whom you interact in the grocery store. Close yourselves with Christ every day. Stay focused. Don't allow the temporary worries and pleasures of this life distract you in your journey of faith. The Apostle Paul wrote to the Philippians, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think and focus on such things. (laughs) Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me, said Paul, Put into practice. And the God of peace will be with you. Church, close yourself with Christ every day. Always be open to the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. Who gives us the strength to leave behind those things we know are not pleasing to God. You know, strive for your life to become a clear reflection of the love and glory of Jesus. Make sure that you are bearing and sharing Christ's good fruits with others. Loving, being joyful, peaceful, kind, faithful, gentle, and exhibiting self-control. Church, the invitations already went out. We've all been invited. The party is on. And very soon, our king will join the celebration. The question remains, are you well dressed for God's grand fiesta?
If your answer is yes, praise be to God. And if today you are not sure that you are well-dressed for God's heavenly banquet, rejoice. Rejoice for God's mercies are made anew every day. Today, ask Jesus to come into your life and clothe you with his love and his grace. If today when you see yourself in God's mirror, you've noticed that your clothes have become a little dirty on your way to the wedding banquet, what if you ask Jesus to make them clean again? With a humble heart, pray like the psalmist, cleanse me with hyssop and I'll be clean. Watch me and I'll be whiter than snow. Church, I'm going to say it again. There is a great party coming up. Jesus Christ's banquet. And today, we are all invited. Just make sure you're all well-dressed. Let us pray. Loving and gracious God, we thank you for inviting us to your heavenly banquet. We thank you for Jesus Christ, through whom we are clothed with your justice and righteousness. Today, once more, give us the assurance of our salvation and help us to clothe ourselves with Christ every day. God, if our wedding clothes are not appropriate, clothe us. If our clothes are dirty, cleanse us, Lord. If while waiting for the party to begin, we have lost the joy of our salvation, renew us, Lord. God, we want to celebrate in your presence forever. We want to love in the same way that you love us. We desire to serve our neighbor like Jesus served us. We want to shine with your glory so that others can come to know your truth and love. We pray all these things in Jesus' holy name. Amen.